Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters from all over the world. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. To support the podcast and follow our journey, you can find us on songwritertrysts.com. I'm Harmony. I come from Melbourne, Australia. Grew up here. Plan on leaving one day as the weather is insane. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's most of it. I think I had the same plan because it is. It's pretty cold. Like you get a couple of weeks of summer. Yeah, <laughs> in Victoria. But yeah, no, I'm on the Gold Coast now, and I'm really glad I moved. The weather makes it worth it. Yeah, I am jealous. <laughs> I know, and especially with all the lockdowns and everything at the moment. So where do you want to go? What's your dream destination Um, to live? Well, like anyone else, it would definitely be like America. For everyone in music, it's like a dream destination. But honestly, just anywhere where I can pursue my career in music to a limit that's a bit better than Melbourne because in music in Melbourne, it's really a hit or miss Mm. really for... I think there's something called the tall poppy syndrome where like yeah. girls will do well and then like the society will like cut them down because I don't like seeing them Ooh. succeed. But other yes. than that, yeah. That's an Australian thing. I yeah, think, it is. Which is, it's evolving. But yeah, I definitely felt that in, in Melbourne, but I do feel it everywhere. I think it does kind of go back to that convict culture on, on how they control us and things. But yeah, America is very inspirational. Have you been there before? I have, but when I was younger, so the memories yeah. are the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you got to have to get over there as soon as you can. I want to go back there as well, but obviously we're, none of us going anywhere at the moment. Yep. Um, unless you want to fork out a, a small mortgage for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Tell me about your your songwriting journey as as a, an artist and a songwriter and music. Like, where does it start for you? Well, I've always been a pretty, like, decent person at songwriting. So I mm-hmm. started kind of at, like, eight years old, you know, just writing little songs here and there, showing my family, performing the that little family of, as oh, I did. Cute. And then I sort of got better over the years and, like, finding my style of music, finding what I like writing, finding Mm. what I want to say to the world and like who I want to listen to my music and what I want people to take out of it, I guess. That's not an easy thing to to do. And and you probably, I mean, I don't know if you're still doing it. I'm still doing it, if I'm honest, still trying to refine and define and everything. What, What do you kind of do? What's your process for exploring that side of yourself? Well, it honestly varies. Most of lately it's been like firstly opening up a doc, writing down what I want to say to the world. And yeah. honestly, it's just grab my guitar and just see mm. what sounds good to me and then what sounds good for other people. Yeah. And what do you want to say to the world most of the time? It, it varies. It really does. It's, I just want to inspire people, I guess. Mm. Um, and people my age, because I'm quite young, I don't think many people are that confident in the music industry, well, where I'm from. So mm. just, like, get out there, 
Like do it for yourself, not for anyone else, I guess. Yeah. That's a really good way to think of it. Yeah. How old are you? Because I was debating with my husband. We were looking, we were like, hmm, she could be 30, she could be 15. I am 15. You're 15, okay. <laughs> yeah, the photo really, yeah, a lot of people have like contacted me, hey, are you like in your 20s? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well done. So how does a 15-year-old become so confident in her music and who she is? Because um, that is a, it's an unusual thing. It is. Unfortunately. It really is. I guess my parents are very like, they give me a lot of feedback. And at the start, it was a bit like, oh, please don't tell me that's bad. Like, <laughs> you get used to it. And I think just having yeah. like critical people around me has really like helped me learn to just like, I guess, take in the criticism and don't like use it in a bad way against yourself, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. So, so why, like, is this something that you want? your life to be for the rest of your life you want to be in music and a songwriter like what what's your dream my dream would definitely to do music as a career songwriting music it just just wherever it takes me honestly yeah yeah and what's inspired like what inspired you that that was something that you wanted your life to be dedicated to is there someone or something that happened or someone you've seen do it that you're like that's me also Honestly, not really. It's just like seeing all these people like in the music industry, like someone Mm. like Ed Sheeran, he writes his own music and Mm. like whatever. It's really inspiring. And I actually watched Billie Eilish's like documentary about how she like evolved. Yeah. And I saw all the equipment she got. We we got every single one of it. I started recording (laughs) at home. Yeah, it just... So yeah. kind of kind of like that. Yeah, okay. So what um have you really you haven't released anything yet? Not yet in the makings of it. Yeah, that's exciting. So what's what's the plan? What what are you going to release first or do you have any ideas on what your strategy is going to be? Well, not 100%. I'm kind of still <laughs> in the makings of getting my head around it all. But yeah. It's just I have a few songs, but I've got one that I like really love, and it's called Appetite. Oh, so, okay. What's um, it about? Just it's about my life, about like finding happiness in someone else. Yeah. So I think I'm going to release that one first, but I am also going to be pretty busy next year because I'm going to be recording a soundtrack for a Netflix movie. Cool. What's the movie? It's called The Cincinnati Spin. Okay, so how did that come about? Through Instagram, actually. I got <laughs> approached by this amazing yeah. casting director and he's just, he actually wanted me to be in the movie, so I auditioned, but they, yeah. thought, they thought I was 25. So <laughs> I was a bit too young for that, the main part, so yeah. they liked my voice and asked me to be in the soundtrack. If I'm honest, I had the same problem when I was your age. Most people thought I was mid-20s to yeah. late-20s. And now I'm in my 30s and people still think I'm in my 20s. I'm like, I mean, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a compliment. It's not a bad thing. It is. It's, well, yeah. I, remember, I was 12 and I was, I think just because I was I was tall. Are you tall? Because I saw you do I am very well. short. You're very short. Yes. Okay. That's the thing that throws people off. Yeah, right. Because I, I, I thought it was my height. I don't know that people thought I was older, but I don't know. So what with the acting and, and the casting and then obviously you've got this, so they found out you're a musician and producer or, yeah. you know, you do your own music. 
And they were like, hey, you want to do something for this show instead of acting? Yeah, basically. That's awesome. Yeah. And how, how like, how, what are you going to do? How's that, how's that process work? Not a, like at the moment we're still in like the works of figuring out, but all I know is my vocal coach is going to be coming in the studio with me and they're going to give me a mm-hmm. bunch of songs to learn. Yep. Just record them when they're happy with them, then they'll get added to the soundtrack, which is pretty insane. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just that's- yeah weird to think that my voice is going to be on a Netflix show. <laughs> but yeah I'm sure that's just like that'll be one thing and then in 10 years time you'll be like oh my gosh I've done so that so many times now <laughs> that's that's the that's the goal yeah, yeah yeah exactly and your vocal coach how long have you been working with them for I've been working with her since I have seven eight one of those mm-hmm. so a while now she? Cassandra Aim. okay and how's that been going you like how do you find working with a vocal coach has developed you as an artist? Well, it's been the criticism has helped. Like she's mm. a very honest person, which I really like that. And she's a great singer herself. So I guess just learning from her, listening to her sing has really taught me like who I am as an artist even. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So what about collaborating and, and working with other people? Have you done much co-writing yet or working with other people on, on music? No, I've been approached and I'm like still wondering if like they're genuine people. Like, mm-hmm. still, <laughs> but other than that, no, I haven't done much co-writing with like with friends and that, that do music, yes, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as doing mm-hmm. it with someone that's in the industry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I think it's pretty massive. Like, I know that, you know, Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran sort of promote that they write their own songs, but they actually do a lot of co-writing as well, which I think is awesome. I think it's when you kind of get, like like you said, with the criticism and the feedback, I think that when you're co-writing, you get that instant criticism and feedback as you're developing the song. And so it kind of just evolves in a different way than when you're by yourself. Not that by yourself is, because I love, I've written heaps of songs by myself and, Sometimes they're my favorite as well. Yeah. Just different. Yeah, I can see how writing with someone can benefit your songwriting in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's just different. It's just completely different. What about as far as like advice that you've had so far with people that you've met in the industry and and what you're doing and how you're moving on, what would you say is the best advice that you think you've received so far? I've received a lot of like criticism and that but I think the main part was I used to be very like scared to perform and scared to sing in front of people and people are just like harmony be confident so I think singing and with music you just have to be confident with who you are and Mm. because those nerves will always be there I guess when you perform in that like I still get nervous but I just know that I'm doing my best I can and I'm doing it for myself not for anyone else and there's confidence in that. That's beautiful. What's been your like your biggest aha moment or experience, I guess? It could be worst or best experience, I guess, <laughs> with performing, but like a moment where you feel like you really grew with that. That's a good question. I think it's just I performed at the start of the year. Yeah. It's one performance. That's what I, I can remember. And yeah. I was really, really nervous, honestly. But after I, mm. I got up on stage, I did my first song, was shaking, absolutely terrified. And then oh, don't you hate that? I know it's the worst feeling, but 
can also be the best. My second yeah. song, I was just like, Harmony, you just got to relax. Took a few breaths. And I think after that day, that performance, I just like grew, I guess, in mm. a sense. And now since then, I've been a lot more confident with my singing and performing. I sing everywhere I go now. It's That's quite, awesome. Yeah. And do you have a booking agent or like how, how are you um, organizing these shows and things that you're, you're singing at? I have a agent, which is for singing, acting, modeling, all of that stuff. Yep. But most of the things I get is honestly by myself. My mum is a big help with that. She's very good at getting me little jobs here and there. Go mum. Yeah, yep. I know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Parents are the best when they're supportive of their children in the arts. Like, you don't know how big of a difference it really makes to someone. And I only, I'm making an observation based on the fact that I've talked to over 160 people and that the difference between the people who had not supportive families or even abusive families versus the people who had like really supportive parents. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah, the difference imagine. it makes for someone. Yeah, like, We all need someone to support us and believe in us. So I'm, I love parents like your parents. So I love your parents, yeah. but I, yeah, I want to be that parent like this. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, good. Yeah. Cool. So if, if you could go back, say, in time, is there anything that, and I know it's a really short period of time that you, like how long have you been actually been performing live? Since eight years old. So not yeah. too long, but yeah. Okay. So, but still, like that's actually, that's pretty huge. <laughs> I, was gonna, I didn't think it was going to be as long as that. And so if you could go back and sort of talk to yourself when you were a bit younger and you just started performing, what would be the biggest lesson or the best advice that you would tell to yourself even at that age about the future or what they can do? I guess just relax. Like I think I used mm. to set unrealistic goals for myself with my singing like, I want to do this by the end of the year. And it's like it was a huge goal, like something an eight-year-old yep. just couldn't achieve. Yeah. But I think I've just learned to set like little goals, like daily goals or weekly goals that I can actually achieve with my music. Yeah. So I mm -hmm. think that's helped just realising you have to be realistic. But, yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it, it's not about... Like I think a really common thing for creatives is like you have this vision or this idea and you want it done yesterday. Yeah. Do you ever have that feeling like you just want it to already have happened? Yeah. <laughs> but like the the fun part of creating is the creating part. Like once you've painted a painting, it just sits on the wall. It's kind of boring. Like the fun part is picking the colors and picking the paintbrush, you know, like in a musical format. Like for me, that is the exciting part about it. And I've it took me a long time to learn that, to like just enjoy the process. Yes, exactly. I like how you said yeah. that with the painting. It mm, makes it a lot more interesting. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It's just it's Indeed. easier to visualize yeah. it rather than <laughs> trying to explain picking the sound or the loop or the, yeah. <laughs> the chord. Sounds a little yeah. more boring that way. <laughs> It's just it's hard to harder to visualize, especially like everyone does painting in high school. Not everyone does music. Yeah. So it's you know we all learn colors. We don't all learn chords. Isn't yeah. that sad? Like I know, my, it my is. kids learn. Yeah, my kids learn like colors in preschool. Yeah. Like you know, blue and yellow make green. Blah, 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 and like everyone <laughs> learns that, but no one goes like C and D go together. <laughs> like, I know. It's not a thing, but it should be. I think it really it's should. such a powerful. Yeah. 
A powerful way to express ourselves as a, as a musician. Did you like, are you more of a lyrics person, would you say, or a melody person? Like when you started playing music, was that first or was it a poetry type thing? I'm more a lyrics person. Like I'll, I'll picture this like idea in my head that I'll just write for hours on end. Now it's got gotten shorter. I can write a song in a short amount of time. Thank God. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm more a lyrics person. Yeah, that's cool. And so what do you do with melody then? Do you, like, how do you come up with your melodies? Well, honestly, on my guitar, piano, one of those, just mm-hmm. sing, see what sounds good and just go with it. Most of the time it doesn't sound good. So I have to go over and over again, but yeah, yeah, it's the process that is cool. It's, it's fun. Yeah, that's cool. I think everyone's different with that. Like I think I'm definitely more of a melody person. The more I talk to other people, especially lyricists, like I, I thought before that I was both, <laughs> but I think that the melody comes to me easier than the lyrics and like the like you said, there was a picture and you just write, like you go with it. That's, that's harder for me, but that's beautiful. I love working with people like you because then I can just chuck in my melodies <laughs> and they get the cool, the cool lyrics and, and, and it works out well. Yeah. All right, if you could collaborate with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? That is a great question. Oh, my God. I've never thought about this. Probably someone like Whitney Houston. Oh, why Whitney? Her vocals are amazing, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So just to, yeah, work, I mean, yeah. just with, <laughs> to work with someone with that, like, range of, like, experience also is just would be amazing yeah I'm sure you will one day obviously not (laughs) but um, (laughs) but yeah like the that comes like and and you've been training for so long I'm sure you've got an incredible range that you've been working on as well so I'm looking forward to hearing some of these new tracks do you have an idea on when they might be released like appetite I'm hoping the start of next year but Mm -hmm. hopefully COVID doesn't mess that up again yeah is your agent helping you with like the release and stuff or no, i'm sort of doing it on my own with my vocal coach because i've got okay. like i have a picture in my head and i like don't want anyone to like mess up that picture i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah fair enough well i do wish you all the best um this is the part of the podcast i guess where you get to say whatever you want and share anything you like with other songwriters or artists out there that are aspiring to to do more? Is there anything you'd like to share? I guess just be yourself. There's not really much you can do with what people say and how people act towards you and your music and your journey. There's always going to be those people that put you down and don't want to see you succeed. But I guess you just have to like block them out and focus on mm. yourself. I think that's the best part of it just learning who you are in the with music has been like yeah. a part of me and I know it's a big part of a lot of people so yeah it's just focusing on yourself not worrying about what anyone says I think that's the yeah. best part yeah I used to be really shy like I couldn't I wrote songs in my bedroom and I would not sing it for anyone uh, or I would die like I thought I would spontaneously combust if I started <laughs> singing in public and I I had this like epiphany one day where it was like most people in the world, and I'd probably say like, I feel pretty confident to say 99% of people in the world are very self-centered <laughs> in yes. the sense that like, we're always thinking about ourselves. Like, And that's, I think that's normal. It's self-preservation. But like, 
the idea that we think about someone else to a point for any other reason than a reflection on ourselves is very rare, especially if we don't know the person. And so it's like, I think that helped me get over like what you just said, like that whole who cares what other people think because the reality is what they think is just a projection on their experience and their beliefs and who they are as a person. Exactly. And it was like, huh, I could run down the street naked and no one would really care. (laughs) (laughs) Really, once I got that confidence, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't care anymore. I was sitting in front of a thousand people, I don't care because it it doesn't really matter. But it is, it's it's something we all have to come to terms with, like that, the confidence in self-worth and doing it before you know you can is hard. Yeah. You're going to do great. And even if the first 10 singles don't do what you want them to do, like just keep doing it. Like if you're still doing it because you love it, that's awesome. Do you have like a, if this doesn't work out, I want to be a nurse or something? Like do you have any other career plans? Honestly, something in the music industry like a songwriter for someone else or like a music teacher, anything with music. I can't see myself doing anything but music. Yeah. Because I think anything else like bores me to death. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah can tell you about real passion if you could live anywhere in america where would it be like have you thought about that la nashville um, new york i'd love to say la but i think the weather like it would no that would not for me so yeah probably somewhere like nashville somewhere a bit more quiet i guess mm. but yeah nashville quiet it's music city capital i know, you know that right yeah <laughs> It's not quiet. Well, I, in my experience before COVID, it was definitely not quiet. Yeah. I think when I was there, they said they have 50 bands playing at any given time everywhere all over the city that is 24 crazy. hours a day at least. Yeah. I mean, so like, the music that many people. is amazing. I've met like there's so many amazing artists that come from Nashville. Yeah. But have you seen the TV show? No. Nashville? No, I haven't. Someone, someone from the podcast got me onto it and I started watching it recently and there's like six seasons and 22 episodes per season and it's all about the music industry okay. and I'm now obsessed. So, yeah. yeah, so I've, I've gotten onto that. But I've been, someone's been telling me to watch it for ages and I've kind of like, I just, I'm not a big TV watcher. I like to act and model and stuff like you as well. But gosh, I did like so much modeling in Melbourne. It's crazy. But yeah, and so I finally was like, oh, I've got nothing else on. Maybe we'll watch something. And I finally watched it. And I'm, now I'm obsessed because it's all music industry and it's very funny, but very dramatic as well. Yeah, and better watch that. Over dramatized. <laughs> but yeah, I think you'd like it. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to put all of your socials and links so that people can follow you and start to hopefully be in anticipation of your first release, just like me. But. Is there anything else that I need to put into the the blog or the the description for people to find you? I think we've covered most spaces, so I think okay. we're okay. Awesome. Well, please keep me up to date and let me know how you go. We've got some playlists as well on Spotify and Apple for our artists and new singles to kind of share and keep people, everyone up to date with the songwriters family. But I just want to encourage you and, and yeah, keep doing what you're doing and. I wish I was as confident with my music as as you are at 15 and it's so inspirational and well done mum and dad and keep doing what you love and follow your gut you know yeah. don't don't let other people tell you what to do you got to do what you want to do and learn as you go yeah thank you so much now thank you so much for for jumping on and having this call with me thank you 
Thanks for joining our songwriter Tris today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guest, please go to the website songwritertrists.com. Crowd, no one can hear me. Wish I could